Hello, everyone. Thank you for downloading our podcast today. We have a $10,000 winner for Alpha Bucks. She sounded pumped. Mm-hmm. I know. Jealous. Ten grand would be nice right about now, wouldn't it? Oh, is there ever a time where it wouldn't be? I don't know. I reckon that, is it Jeff Bezos, the yeah. guy who owns Amazon? With all the rice. Yes, that's what made me think of him, the rice thing. Mm. If you haven't seen it, there's someone who's described his wealth and they've used one grain of rice. They go, this is a million dollars. They go, and this is what it would look like if someone had a hundred million dollars. And then it shows you how much money he has because he's got billions and billions and it's a lot of rice. And it shows you just the the jump between like one million and a billion is Mm. astronomical. Huge. See, they're the people that need to have more kids. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, the royals are like, we're not going to have more kids. It's like, no, wait, 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 you should. Yeah. Because it's distributing it more. Mm. I mean, he's had a divorce, so he's distributed. Tick. <laughs> <laughs> the more kids you have, the more money that gets spread around. What was that? There was, um, what award ceremony was that? It might have been Gervais where he said that. Uh, it was the one oh, recently the, for the, um, the, the Oscars. Oscars. Yeah, yeah, they were talking about he's got the most expensive. He said he's uh, the, the richest man in the world. He's divorced and he's still rich. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but ten thousand dollars to him, that'd be that'd be like when you've got a fifty dollar well, note. Then let's call him up. Yeah, you should tell him you supported him through the lean years. Wasn't he the Amazon? Oh, you don't really order off Amazon, do you? Yeah, I mean I, yeah. I do, but no, well, it was harder to get. Amazon Australia hasn't really. Mm. Yeah, it's not it's not quite the same. But I mean, mm. the lean years, it wasn't many. <laughs> no, I know, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Lean for him. He wasn't yeah. really going through the, the, poor the baked guy. beans on toast. Yeah. He did. He did really well, really quickly. Their warehouse. I want to do a tour at their warehouse. Yes, Apparently, it's insane. it's insane. It should have its own postcode. Yeah, and it's Jeez. all computerized and stuff. Yeah, it's mental. Because yeah. you can open a business up and you can just get it sent straight to Amazon. You like hire a place there and they send it out. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they're doing pickup shops now too. What do you mean? Where you can go to the shop to pick up your parcel. Oh, like a delivered direct to Amazon shop front. Shop then you front. Go there. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Mm. I mean, I mean, it's going to destroy Australia Post. Well, it already has, isn't it? Mm. Well, no, it, it no, brought, brought them back. You know? You do. You do. But to us, $10,000, that's like a billion dollars to me. <laughs> In my pay grade, 10 grand. Mm. And tax free, 10,000 text tax free. Mm. How do we do that? Is it like a gift that you. If you register for it. We give it to you all in um, gift cards. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, how can you claim that someone... Uh, it, competition money is, is regarded as not, not taxable because... So if you're ever going to get inheritance, get them to write up a terms like and a conditions. <laughs> but no, hang on. Do you, pay, you don't pay tax on inheritance, yeah, you do. do you? Yeah, No. Yeah, there's gifts, remember? I'm pretty sure there's actual gifts and stuff. Do you pay tax on inheritance? That's Sorry, a, how much are you getting? Not much, but I'm pretty still sure you need to. Either, you need to actually say whether you get a gift. I'm already unhappy because I mm. got a little bit of money for breaking my ankle through my yeah, insurance, mm. my life insurance. I paid my premium for my life insurance mm. after tax, mm. and then I get taxed when it pays out. I was like, "What the hell is mm. going on here?" Um, do you? Wow. Well, so in tax. 1979, the Queensland government abolished all death duties. You will not pay tax if you inherit cash, shares, property, or gifts, you unless you're advised by the ex uh, um, executor. No, well I, well, I better get that hitman back onto my mother then. But I think it might be different in different places. I, I don't think you should have to pay tax on inheritance. There is no yeah, inheritance tax. I'm trying to tax you on everything. Good. Because the thing is, but there was before. Sorry, 1979. Mm. Yeah. Right. 
because the people who earned that money mm. have already paid tax on That's it. That's a very good point. So don't mm. get your sticky little fingers off it, you grubs. <laughs> You're very passionate about this. Well, you yeah. got someone close to the close to the edge then? No, uh. not at all. My mother's very well and Would keen. you get much anyway? I don't. I don't actually know what I'm mm. entitled to. Um, I've told my my mum always jokes every time she goes on a holiday to Bali. Or wherever I see, she's like, oh, I'm just spending your inheritance. And mm. she apologizes for it. Mm. Okay, mum, that's your money. Yep. You don't have to apologize for spending mm. your money. But that's good. Some some kids do get uppity about it. Some people go through their parents' stuff before they die divvying it up. Yeah, that's disgusting. You have to um, declare it, though, to Centrelink. So, mm. you, yeah, it will affect your Centrelink. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. so you can't inherit 200 grand and still get, get the doll. Get the doll. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm out on the ass, guys. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you've got to let them know within 14 days of being able to in, access your inheritance. Well, wouldn't really be top priority in, in your mind, would you? You're organising a funeral. You've just lost someone. You know, oh, bugger me. I've got to call Centrelink and be on hold for four and a half hours. Oh, look, if, you, if, you're, if you're not that sad that you're able to organise to get the cash, it's not going to kill you to make one extra phone call, is it? <laughs> it's true. That's like, why did you not let us know? I was so sad. Yeah, but you still went to a solicitor's office and signed off the paperwork to get your money. Yeah, but I was crying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's what they would have wanted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Uh, well, someone wins $10,000 on today's show. They deserve it. It's a lot of money. On with the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. One man has become an instant hero on his local grocery run, stopping a robbery in its tracks by tackling the culprit. Yeah, you may have seen him on the Today Show, but I thought we have to have a chat with him and just thank what a legend he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. T, as his friends call him from Jindalee. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> no, you're a, you're a Queensland truck driver and you performed a citizen arrest. Yeah, pretty out of it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Oh, I just pretty much pulled up to do like a morning delivery. I'm actually on my way out there to do another delivery this morning, but pulled up there and then sort of lady just comes out to out the medical centre and she's, she waved at me. I honestly thought she was waving to say hello, so I waved back and I was like, hello. <laughs> and then she sort of put two hands up. I was like, oh, no, that's not a hello wave. That's a, I'm in trouble wave. Right. So man just went over there and was like, are you right? And then she reckons, oh, there's two robbers in the store robbing it now. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's out of it. And then um, just sort of went and stood in front of the door and just was like, mate, what are you fellas up to? And then um, they sort of started just walking towards me, bro, and I was just like, but I don't know if these fellas got, like, knives or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I just had to be cautious and all that, and then I was just like, it got to a point where they got closer, and it was just either all in or all out. So I was like, oh, just go for it, pretty much. Mr. T, I saw the footage of that, and you, I mean, you got the guy down, but how disappointing that you didn't get the tackle in on the first dude that he got away from you. Yeah, that was pretty disappointing, eh? I, 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 I honestly didn't expect him to just run off like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, so you, uh, sorry, you, go. you tackled him to the ground, right? And he tried yep. to get away. And did you just go, no, that, that's not going to happen? Yeah, pretty much. I just, I looked straight at him and was like, because you're not going anywhere, my brain. You're going straight to the ground, my brain. <laughs> but then you started giving him life advice. Like, while you were down yeah. there, you thought, this is a good time for this guy to learn a lesson and started imparting your wisdom, which is great. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was just a natural thing, uh, natural thing, eh? Yeah. Just having a son sort of around his age, I was like, 
Bro, what are you up to? You shouldn't you shouldn't be hanging out with these these drop kicks over here, bro. You should you know, your your young fella, you should be trying to do great things with your life, I suppose. Mm. You know, especially for the youth of today, eh? Hey, too, too many of them getting in trouble. Well, I reckon anyway. Yeah, that's true. Do you think he took any of your advice on board, Mr. T, or do you think he's going to stay with a life of crime? Uh, to be honest, bro, I, I'd like to hope uh, he does. Uh, I, I guess time will tell, to be honest, my brain. Mm. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he does. I, yeah. I, I think I want to give you a call when I need life advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got my number now, where you get. You know, no, more, more like I might ring you in the middle of the night when I think there's an intruder, Mr. T. You'd be like, hey, you, you're Jinder Lee, just nip over to Oxley. I think someone's breaking in. <laughs> yeah, both two days. Of, uh, I can make it in about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Is it true that he offered you a bribe as you were sort of like, I guess, holding him down on the ground? Yeah, yeah, he reckons. The fellow reckons, bro, I don't want to. He was just like saying, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. I'll give you 200 bucks if you, if you let me go. And I'm just like, Oh, I'm sorry, my bro, but this is what happens when you're a naughty boy, eh? You just <laughs> deal with the consequences. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's uh, true. Well, you are a legend. Mr. T, <laughs> um, absolutely brilliant. You're something for all of us to aspire to, you know, a full citizen's arrest. What did the police say to you when they got there? Oh, bro, to be honest, they were pretty, they were pretty mean, eh? They were, like, just very thankful and just helping, or just getting in there pretty much and mm-hmm. just... Um, well, I thought I'm just doing what anybody would do, but when I was talking to the the cop, she was like, nah, people are too scared nowadays to get in there. Yeah. And I, oh, that's just the way we were brought up, eh? If, if anyone needs help, you just get in there. Don't think about anything. Just go help them out. I don't think people are as strong as you, Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's stronger ones out there, to be honest. <laughs> well, mate, um, we'll let you get back out there. Uh, you um, you are doing your run today, and you might be another hero, you know, if you see him about. Um, thank you so much for coming on and uh, chatting with us this morning, mate. No, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thanks to everyone out there for the love and, and the support. Appreciate it so much. All right. Not all heroes wear capes. Some of them are delivery drivers, too. That's right. There Thanks, he is. T. Mr. T on the air with us, um, who made a citizen's arrest in Yarrabilba. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Says Things you can say. Would say in bed. 13, We always do this. What you can say in the bedroom and another scenario. And today, it's at a wedding. It's not dirty. It makes sense for both of them to happen. You were at a wedding over the weekend. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we forgot to say, uh, Abby and Scotty coming. That's something else that could be well, said. We came story. early, so everyone else was a little bit late. Oh. oh that's right. Mm. But that's all right. Yeah? Because you were running the whole thing, weren't you? You were in charge. I know, but then I thought we got there too early because we are all sweaty. Oh, um, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Daniel in Brown's Plains. Clear your mind, my man. Good. 13, 10, 16 for anyone else. What can you say in both scenarios? Are you coming? Mm. I did have to send that out to a few people. Oh, did you? Yeah. And were they? Yeah, they were. Eventually? They're like, shh, don't tell anyone. We're just going to slip at the back. I was like, all right, no worries. Okay. Did you get a few I'm not invited? That's always no, the, right, the no, risk you No, I knew run. that they were coming, okay. so that's why. Did anyone come who wasn't invited? Because that's awkward. Yeah. Uh, Carissa in Bar Scrub, what can you say at the wedding and also in the bedroom? Now that the formalities are over, can we have some cake? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right yes. up your alley, Matt. Yeah, bring out the cake. Good one. Dale in Redcliffe, what can you say in the bedroom and at a wedding? 
Nah, that's a nice ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about the ring, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely. Oh, about two, actually. Oh, oh yeah. 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 You've got the engagement ring. Mm. And some, some no, I mean, like, no, the, the guy gets a ring. Guy gets a ring, girl yeah. gets a ring. Yeah. And, and girls have two rings these days. Two oh, and... like eternity? Well, there's one. Don't, don't you have like a, a wedding band that goes on one side of the engagement ring and a wedding band on the other side? That's an eternity ring. Oh, I don't know. I know some girls who just had two rings on the Straight wedding. Straight away? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. One day I might get it if my husband thinks I'm the one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you need to work harder. I am. I am. <laughs> Alan, in Jindalee, what can you say in the bedroom and at a wedding? Before I tell you, just quickly, there's three rings because there's suffering. But anyway. Um... Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you, you're done. 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 You're uh, I need. Uh, I've only got one shot for all you bridesmaids, so I need you all to come together, nice and closely. <laughs> oh, Jason, that's good. That's brilliant. <laughs> very good. Because he's obviously a very good photographer. Yes, Greg. That's right. And mm. you're a Bilbo. What can you say in both scenarios? Hey, Greg. Can, can I get Mum on one side of the bride and Dad on the other? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That ended up a lot worse than I was expecting, oh, to be honest. Wedding. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. As the concerns about coronavirus spread. Australia is stockpiling medical supplies. Stocking up on essential supplies. The question isn't what are people buying, what are they not buying? There has been uh, reports now that it's uh, 87,000 people worldwide have been um, affected by the coronavirus, and they're saying that it's now spreading um, on every continent except Antarctica. Yeah. So... <laughs> Penguins are safe. I can't live in the cold. Well, there's just not enough people for it to I get know, there. Yeah, but, no, yeah. but you always get like uh, concerned about stuff like this. You're always coming in with reports going, "No, this is dire. It's dire." I follow it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think you're the only person I know who hopes for a zombie apocalypse. Yes. Oh yeah. Like that for you. That's it would a good be so time. much fun, yeah. wouldn't it be? It, you'd enjoy it. You like camping? It's just camping with like zombies. No, yeah. no, really. I don't. I don't want it to be. I don't want go, people to die. Go to the valley mm. sober mm. at 4.30am mm. and it looks like a zombie, zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. But a friend of mine posted up on um, Instagram saying, hey, just wondering, I haven't really stockpiled any, anything. Has anyone done it? And I thought it was a bit of a joke because uh, we were chatting about it. The response that he's got mm. is unbelievable. Friends of ours have written, yeah, we've got the caravan ready, fuel, water, plenty of tins of food, pasta, rice, dried fruit, nuts, loo, toilet paper, first aid items, disinfectant, and coffee as well, lots of coffee um, and powdered milk. You know, it, it makes sense to just go to bush areas and, um, and ride it out. All right, so People think I'm overreacting, but it's better to be safe than sorry, right? Well, and see. I kind of go, I don't, I haven't stockpiled anything, mm. except that normally I do if it's, things are on sale. <laughs> but when I see the photos of all the items not available, like then I go, shelves. oh, I want to stockpile. Mm. If they're doing it, I want to do it. So I can understand the panic gets over, but they're like photos in Sydney. It's, it's also all quite, the shelves being mm, emptied. Uh, quite big up north. So yeah. I, I grew up in cyclone country. Of course. Yeah. And I remember any time there was like a whiff of a sni- cyclone, mm. my grandma would ring my mum and be like, I've got six loaves of bread and three bottles of milk for you. Chuck what two of them in the deep freeze. They'll last. They'll be fine. Won't taste too great, but it'll be fine. <laughs> and doesn't it spiral then? Because like I've seen the photos that you've seen as well. It makes me want to go buy stuff purely because 
there won't be stuff yeah, when I just right. on like a daily basis, like not like for weeks and weeks. I just want to get my normal stuff so I'm not running out. Mm. Yeah. But mm. no one's ever going to go and clean out chia seeds or well, anything like that. It's become popular products. My son looked at the photos and he's like, yay! I was like, of course. He's celiac. All mm. the gluten-free bread's left. Ah, <laughs> it's a good way to like, know what you can eat. You're going to be fine. <laughs> I'd rather coronavirus and starve than eat that gluten-free stuff. I want to know, honestly, on 131060, what are you stockpiling? Like, have you stockpiled? And maybe it's not for this. Not Maybe mm. it's not for the coronavirus. Maybe you're just like, you know, I am one of those people that are prepared and I have a separate cupboard because I'm fascinated by it and want to know what items you have. Mm. Because there are people saying, look, hey, guys, don't take all the masks. We're in the medical industry and we actually need them. Mm. If people are taking all the hand sanitizer, we can't use it. So let's just calm down. We need to do surgeries, and we need hand sanitizer and masks for that. Mm. Yeah. Well, they've had to get them from different places now than their normal stockist. All I can keep thinking is, imagine if you're in the toilet paper industry. Oh, your b- business is booming. Mm. Socks. Why socks? Are you Why stockpiling socks? socks? No, no. If you, if you run out of toilet paper, oh. everyone knows that you, your last resort is a pair of socks. I hadn't even no, thought no. about it, to be honest. I don't think it's your last. Next time you're stuck. I would have yeah. went with tissues. Mm. But if you're, if you're already in there and then you're on your own... Don't you have tissues you, as well? Though? Yeah, but if you're out of tissues, I'm saying you go <laughs> toilet paper, yep. tissues, uh-huh. once the tissues are done. It's straight to socks? Socks, because you can wash them. Well, I want to know, what are you stockpiling? Is this a serious thing? And maybe you have done it for this and take me through a few of the items. Does it count for people who stockpile on items that are like becoming discontinued? Oh my God, I do that all the time. What did I do that with the tuna? You know, the baby tuna? Oh, yes. Yeah. And the yeah. mascara, like I have to go and buy it all. Mm. Right so you're going to look amazing and smell like tuna yeah. during the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Now we've used it all now. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. As the concerns about coronavirus spread. Australia is stockpiling medical supplies. Stocking up on essential supplies. The question isn't what are people buying? What are they not buying? I haven't really noticed it when I'm going to the shops. No, neither have I. But there are photos, and they're here in Australia, of all um, shelves just being wiped out as people are stockpiling because of the coronavirus. And a friend of mine put a post up on Facebook, and the amount of people that responded saying that they've even got their caravan packed, they've got like a downstairs bunker some people have. They're not joking. But is this because of the coronavirus? Yeah. Like, what, you get a jump in the caravan, head west, just get out wait to the it out Can until it's also, all gone? Yeah. They're the people that have been waiting for something. Uh, I'm noticing, you know? Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, goody, coronavirus, we finally get to bunker down. I feel like every one of them watches Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. 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 But we went on 131060. Are you one of these people that are stockpiling? You think we need to take more of an attention on it? Mm. Bobby in Springfield Lakes, what are you stocking up on? (laughs) Hi there. I stock up on a nappy, huge amounts of wet ones, lots of food. Uh, life straws, water, you name it, we've got it. And have you, uh, first aid. Have you always yeah. done this or just because of the coronavirus? Uh, no, we have, we've always, uh, probably in the last one and a half years, mm-hmm. we decided to do it because we used to see shelves that were empty and we thought, well, you know, these the disasters that occurred. Um, I suppose with the coronavirus, it's probably spurred us on a lot more to stockpile a lot more things. And because we have grandchildren as well, that's why we do the nappies and Oh, yeah. You probably actually do go through them, yeah. I guess (laughs) the big thing is, though, Bobby, and this is what stockpilers like to say, how long can you last off-grid? Off-grid? Probably six months. Wow. See, they've always... We will keep your number. Yeah. They've always got their time. We'll get that down to three months because we'll double your numbers, but we'll be there. I don't know why. A lot of people are saying 30 days. I don't know what that means. Like, why? Hmm. 
Right. Well, I guess the the big thing is, one, stockpiling, yes, but you also need the space to put it all. Mm. Like, you can't just have it all sitting in the middle of your lounge room all the time, <laughs> can you? You won't be able to see the telly. <laughs> Jessica, in Zilmere, what have you stocked up on? Uh, hand sanitizer. We've been trying to, but uh, we went to every single shop yesterday, about 10 shops, and none of them have any at all. Really? So did you find some in the end? Uh, we No, we actually went to a service station and found dead old hand wipes, but um, every shop we went to, Woolworths, Coles, Kmart, nothing has anything. Chemists, nothing. Wow. <laughs> They're going to put the same restrictions on them as they do with the baby, baby formula. formula. Mm. Oh, yeah, two per person. That was yeah. China's fault too. Yes. They're going to have to do that, aren't they? I remember uh, last year when someone here bought, like, $5,000 worth of ha- Hit 105 hand sanitizers. Yeah. You remember that? They're yeah. like, let's get some cool stuff for the Black Thunders. <laughs> Nobody wanted it. We could not get rid of it. Did we I- actually get them? I'm, I reckon. You still have it? I reckon we might have thrown it in the bin. Because no. no one wanted it. They're like, we can't give it away now because then it of looks. Of course we can. Course we yeah, could. but it doesn't look. No, you're right. We should sell it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do remember that. They spent an exorbitant amount of money. Everyone's mm. like, I'll take a can of Coke, but I don't want your hand sanitizer. Who's laughing now? Yeah. yeah. If we've still got it. We could repackage them. <laughs> we've just got, like, Corona, call yeah. them, give them, like, yeah, a Corona brand or something. A little bit more urgency, I guess. Yeah. Sarah, um, what are you stockpiling on? Um, it's not me. It's my mum. She's stockpiling on Costco toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So um, she heard that all of the... Um, Chinese factories are closing and someone put a head like put something in it a head that um, toilet paper is going to go extinct so she ran out to Costco on the weekend and um, bought like 10 things of bulk Costco packs right well isn't it Hong Kong is running out of toilet paper is, yes yeah trying yeah. to cut them off because they're having that argument yeah mm. um, so I guess saw the headline their socks would be horrendous at the moment is it going to be an issue with like toilet paper at work Maybe. You reckon here? I mean, I didn't think of that. Did you guys think of that? I didn't think of that. Uh. Mm. Oh, well. Wait, if you run out at home. Wet wipes? No, you no, you can't do that. Ruins the ruins yeah. your, your um pipes. No, I meant you'd borrow it from work. Oh, completely. Yeah. Mm. As mm. long as you bring it back, though, once you've used it, then you haven't technically stolen it, have you? Mm. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There was the most beautiful article yesterday um in You on Sunday, in the Sunday magazine, Sunday Mail, of you, Maddie, and your son, Ethan, who's turning 18. Yes, end of next month. This month, we're in March already. Mm. And it was the most beautiful because it's um, how we met, which is always, you know, they have different relationships. And mm. I go, of course, because you met him when he was three or four. Three years old. Yeah. Uh, Esther and I had been dating for about six months and we were just having fun, you mm. know, as you are, like nothing serious. And then uh, we decided, uh, okay, maybe it is. So um, I got to meet Ethan. And How long into the relationship, sorry, before she told you that she had a kid? I already knew straight away. Oh, right, right, right. So she, I met Esther through my then flatmate. So they were best friends. And Esther, so I already knew all about this mm. Esther girl. And um, then we all went to a party together and she fell deeply in love with me. Ah. <laughs> That's how it happens. And you bribed him to liking you by letting him watch um, DVDs on your laptop. Yes. So I had this... Lo- you would have been so nervous when you first met him. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. It, it is. It was more nerve-wracking meeting him than it was meeting her parents. Mm. Because I, I knew, and, and I would always expect that, you always know that a mother is going to choose their child mm-hmm. over you. Mm. So if he didn't like me... I knew that the, the relationship was never going to yeah. go anywhere. And you can charm the parents. It's harder to charm a kid. But they know. They, they can, can see through it. it. Yeah. You were just a kid. Mm, that's, that's true. That's a huge 
responsibility to take on. I know how much mm. you love him, but for an 18-year-old to understand that concept and feel like they've got to they've got to get yeah. him to like him, like that's a huge responsibility. Yeah. And if you look back now, you go, "Oh my god, I don't know how I did it." Well, this is the thing, and I said this to Ethan. I said he is the age that I met Esther. Mm-hmm. So imagine Ethan coming <laughs> home now. With uh, a girlfriend who had a three-year-old, and and Esther was a kid as well. Esther yeah. was twenty-two. You Does know, that thought keep you up at night because you would have to accept it. Oh, and I, I absolutely, I a hundred percent would. Yeah. It doesn't keep me up at night because Ethan still can't stack a dishwasher. That's what I mean. That's why I think Maddie, Maddie was very. Because when I first started working with Maddie, um, you had met Esther. You guys were like dating, and it was like you were such a like an immature guy mm. and then all of a sudden I found out that he had been looking after a five-year-old and I was like oh wow okay yeah it, it was very weird at the start because we were still children yeah. Esther and I we were still working our way through I guess who we were mm. and at the start I I found it hard to be comfortable with telling people that I had a, a I guess a stepson or whatever because people would always be like but why you're 18 yeah. you should be out living your life so it was hard it was a bit of a conflict for me to be like, well, I really love this girl, and yeah. I'm, I really love this this young boy. Why why can't I, I do that? Because everyone's always got the pressure on of go and live your life, and I'm mm. like, well, I am. I'm living your life, yeah. yeah. But then you've got someone who's only 15 years. Age difference That's between right. you guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, and as he says in here, I got a lot of messages of, um, he said, I've taught him how to um, properly season two-minute noodles. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, out of anything. That's... That that stuck with him, um, and the the way to do that, everyone, is don't add the seasoning to the water when you cook them. Mm. You go water, pour the water out, and then just put the seasoning on don't top you of think the needles that's too and much? mix it through. I like no. to drain a little bit. I normally do I'll half and half. No, I, I actually normally boil the water right down so it's almost a paste. Then I add the seasoning. That's, see, that's a good one too. Mm. So that's what an eighteen-year-old father can teach you, everybody. Uh, <laughs> that's how he's wooing the girls right now. You're not going to believe this, babe. These are going to be the best two-minute noodles you've ever had in your life. Um, he's taught you a lot, though. He has, and and you know, a lot of people um, now, like they are quite often, you know, they go, "It's so amazing. You're so amazing that you, you know, you took on a child so young." Mm. And I, um, you know, I lost my father when I was 21, and that was a really, really tough time in my life. Um, and Ethan, I can remember when that all happened, Ethan never said anything, but he was always attached to me. Mm. Like he, I remember crying once and he didn't say anything. He just walked in the room and just sat down beside me, put his arm around me. And that kind of stuff, you realize that the, the love for a child, Mm. it just had they don't love you because they're going to get something out of it. You know what I mean? Mm. They choose to love you. And that I really learn a lot from from that, um, and I also don't think Esther and I, you know, we we had our tough times in our relationship. I don't think we would have made the distance if it wasn't for him either, mm. yeah. because we always like even when Esther and I uh, were on our breaks, you missed him, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, and and I, you stayed in touch with with Ethan. She let me hang out with him. That's good. Um, Here you go. Here's Maddie on the phone. I'm not talking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, <laughs> Can you believe that you get to take him out for a beer soon? Oh. Because I know you've been looking forward to that. I don't know if you're going to stay awake for that night because he might not want to. Well, his birthday is on, uh, he turns 18 on the Thursday yeah. and we've we've talked about going for a midnight beer on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's more excited, him or you? I think you. I, I am. <laughs> you. It's a yeah. big thing for the dads. Yeah. 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 And, and of course, you know, he's had a beer and stuff at home, mm. but... 
but going into a pub and mm. sending your son off to the bar to go, yeah, get us a Goldie, mm. like that, that's going to be really <laughs> awesome, yep. I think. That's going to be excellent. And he'll be like, can I have your FBOS card, Dad? <laughs> And, like, no. sure. and you go, no, because when I was your age, I was looking after. <laughs> um, so no, thank, beautiful article. We'll put it back you. up. And you on Sunday, thank you very much for uh, sharing the story too. It's um, it was really it was a really nice day getting that that photo together. So mm. especially you got your shed in your background, which will probably be your proudest. Yeah, that, that is a shed, everybody. Yes, thank you. And oh, the turf is looking on point too. They wanted to take the photo inside. I'm like, nah, guys. The lawn, the lawn is at peak <laughs> right now. You asked for a drone shot to begin with. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Memory. 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 Uh, a very similar thing to when you see someone in the street and you're like, oh, I know them. I think I went to school with them. And then you mm-hmm. actually find out you're u- they're uber, uber famous. Have I slept with <laughs> them? Um, this guy, we watched him for eight years as he played Brad Taylor on Home Improvement. Zachary Bryan, good morning. Good morning to you guys, too. What is it tomorrow there? What is it? What, yeah, it's yeah, tomorrow it's morning. Today. Yeah, it's yeah. tomorrow morning. We just call it today, but yes, it is tomorrow for you. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow, what a trip. <laughs> well, hello from Newport, California. Yeah, it's, it's funny hearing your name because I'm like, no, 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 it's Brad. Like, how many times did you get when you went out, people were always calling you Brad Taylor rather than Zachary? All the time. Yeah, that was kind of, uh, that was always the stick. Yeah, they were, and it happened, you know, for the most part, you just like play into it. You're just like, you know what, I'm just going to give up on my name, Zachary, so... Mm-hmm. I'll just roll with, with being Brad for a while. Well, the, the show was, it, in its day, it was the biggest show on television, and it made, like, overnight stars of all the boys, yourself included. You were on, like, bedroom walls all over America. It must have been crazy at that age as well. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty wild, man. And, yeah, we, we were, you know, it was a world show. Uh, I know we were really big in Australia. I know we were really big in, like, Germany and Sweden and kind of uh, those Norwegian countries, and then obviously in America. I think for the... I think for the 1990s, we were uh, the number one show of the 90s. Wow. Making that much money at that age, I mean, you've gone on and you're, you know, continue to act and you're a producer as well. Could you, though, Mm -hmm. if you just stopped working and invested all that money properly, could you have just lived off that for the rest of your life? Um, probably. (laughs) I would assume so. My money guy would probably know better. (laughs) But he he continually tells me to keep working. So uh, I'm just joking. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were we were very fortunate. You know, the good, the coolest thing about, I guess, that time uh, is, you know, there was only, at least in America, we had, you know, there was CBS, NBC, ABC, and Fox. So you had four. You literally had four channels that were running everything we're like in like 45 million households in america alone mm. um which you know now i think if you're getting in like two or three years you're you're doing great yeah so it's just a different time you know and i think there was you know so i think the payments were probably a little better then <laughs> well i mean um, tim allen true. knocked but, back 50 million dollars apparently and that's why it ended he, he didn't think 50 million was enough <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember that too. I was like, "Come on, kid, spread the wealth a little bit." <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually funny. I'm actually uh, I'm in talks with Tim right now to actually produce a film that he wants to direct. So oh, that's wow. kind of a cool. Oh, wow. uh, some cool happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that your TV brother, um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I know that he sort of spoke about being so affected by it being uh, so popular that you just couldn't go anywhere. How did you sort of stay? I guess a little bit humble and not just become one of those bratty kids that go to all the parties and be seen on the news for the wrong yeah. reason. 
Well, I'm sure I had my my fair share of a little bit of that. TMZ um, wasn't around. Then? I mean, <laughs> I had really good parents. My, you know, I come from Colorado. I come, I'm a, I come from a farm. My dad, he didn't cross him, and he didn't care what I was doing or how successful or how much money. You know, it's it's it's, it's a it's kind of an integrity, family pride thing. Um, so I think I think I really think at the time I hated it, and I would I I was so mad at my my father a lot of the times. But in retrospect, I, I'm actually very thankful for it. Um, and then, yeah, like, I, I just, I played soccer. I mean, my, I think my parents just always try to keep me in, you know, socializing with normal children. We, you know, we'd work two or three weeks and then get a week or two off. Mm-hmm. And in those week or two that we had off, my parents made me go to regular school. So I was going to school with normal kids. And it would get tough at times because... The girls you know, wanted you? Would be like, who's, who? Well, yeah, a lot of the guys would be like, well... Who's this? He just gets to come to school whenever he wants to. But they didn't, you know, they didn't, couldn't process that I was actually working when I wasn't there. And mm. but I think my parents were, you know, they kept me pretty level-headed. And and yeah, and it's it's kind of like led. And, and you know, Jonathan, yes, we have we've had very different experience. Jonathan and I are actually uh, doing a, a television series together with Macaulay Culkin of all people. That Jonathan's going to direct, I'm producing, and then Max going to star in. And how does that come um, together? Is there like a, a website you go to for child <laughs> stars where you all hook up to do work together? That's, well, that's you know, like... it's funny. That's kind of what this show's about. It's it's well, we're calling it Act Two, right? Because the reality is, is child actors that have been you know very successful, the the, the ones that didn't become very successful, like a lot of their parents spent their money and whatnot. And we deal with this in the show too. But what it's really about is like when you've really made it as a child and you're, you know, you turn 18, 20 years old or you're in your, now I'm in my thirties. What is your next move? Mm. You've already kind of conquered something. And at the same token, you only know one business. It's not like I can go turn around and go be a lawyer tomorrow, you know, or any of these other things. So please tell me you're asking the Olsen twins to go on it Mm. as well. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be trying to talk to them. I mean, those 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 girls they're they're they're, di- they're pretty difficult. I think I don't think they really want to be uh, acting these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's going to be kind of a we're hoping the show to, to be a home for you know to get a lot of the old school guys working again. But at the same token, kind of you know right off of that nostalgia that seems really big. Well, that's the thing. I mean, everyone is getting on that um, at the moment. But uh, we are chatting right now to Zachary Bryan. He is Brad Taylor. You'll know him from Home Improvement. Uh, When we come back, we need to talk about someone else who was on that show with you, that being Pamela Anderson. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Monday, people that you grew up with, maybe you watch them on TV shows. We're going to chat to people that bring you back those memories. Yeah, where are they now, sort of style. Uh, and on the air with us this morning, we've got Zachary Bryan. Remember him as the eldest brother, uh, Brad Taylor from Home Improvement. Speaking of the uh, nostalgia, though, I mean, you've had Will and Grace come back. They did a Mad About You reboot. There's, uh, Roseanne came back uh, for a while. Uh, would you guys be interested? Is there any talk about a Home Improvement revival show getting around? There actually has been, um, as of late, Tim is still doing his show Last Man Standing, mm-hmm. so I think there's, I think they're kind of waiting on that. Um, but I yes, I've heard some rumors, but again, it's like you're gonna have to get the cast back together, and you know, I mean, I think I think eventually it'll happen. Uh, we all know that that's where we started, and and we have to be thankful and respect that, and mm-hmm. and and I would love to do that. I mean, it'd be fun to kind of get the crew back together. It would be super fun. Um, but in the meantime, yeah, we got some we got some fun stuff going on. 
Working with Pamela Anderson as a young man must have been quite the thrill. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Um, yeah, she was. She was awesome. I, I, like I was so young, but yes, I remember having the biggest crush on her. And I think that was like actually when I first like learned about Playboy because you know at nine years old nobody you don't typically know much about. But I remember obviously people were like, yeah, she was this, she was that. So then you learn about that and. And at the time, like she was dating Scott Bale, I think oh, it was. Wow. So he wow. was on our set all the time. Wow. But yeah, she was she was awesome. I remember her. She used to have like a. It was like you know you have your dressing room, but then they have like these quick changing rooms behind set. Mm-hmm. And what and hers was kind of like when we would go up the stairs as kids, you could like look down into hers, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and we would always try to like look down when she would like get dressed. <laughs> I remember this. And then eventually they caught us, so they, they like put a big drape over the top of hers, too. Uh, Can't wait for her to be on the reunion show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right. We're, 30, we're 38 years old, still trying to see Pamela naked. <laughs> Not hard to do. No, no. Yeah, I'll just say, here, here, just look at the magazine, guys. Come on. Oh, God. And so how old would you have been when that when you were doing that? Um, She was there first season, I want to say first three seasons, so I guess it would have been like 9 to 12. And then she went yeah. on to Baywatch straight away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you didn't... She did, and I remember there was actually... That was a big deal because she had signed... So when we all did the series, we had to sign six-year deals. So everybody signed six-year deals. And I remember Disney not wanting to let her go um, when she had booked Baywatch. And I remember, I think it was... Tim, I think Tim Allen stood up for her, stood up to Disney and said, you know, this this this, this gal wants to go better her career. Like, yeah. she's just going to be saying, does everybody know what time it is on this show for like, <laughs> years? Like, let, let, her, let her go do something. <laughs> and sure enough, they did let her go. Yeah, like, wow. And I think a lot of that had to do with Tim, to be honest. Yeah, he yeah. had so much weight, I, I guess, in Hollywood at that time, having yeah. the number one show. But whatever he wanted, it always happened. Yeah, they want to hear a cool story. Um, that At one point, he had, it was the number one show... He had the number one movie with Santa Claus, mm. and he had the number one book in America. And one day we all got to set, and he had three brand new cars in his in his parking spots. Mm. I think it was uh, he had a Cadillac. I forgot the specific cars, but each car it said one said Santa Claus mm. on the license plate. The other one said naked because his book was uh, Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. Yes. And then the other one was eight. Or it was pool, tea, pool time or tea time or something like that. But anyways, yes, Disney basically gave <laughs> wow. him three cars because he had the biggest book. And your mom's dropping TV you off in the, in the, in the SUV. <laughs> <I know. laughs> they, they sent me a, an RC10 remote control car over on the side over there. <laughs> That's still good. Hey, uh, look, lovely to chat to you. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, it yeah. I mean, we all remember you from, from our childhood. So thank you so much for coming on and talking this morning, mate. Yeah, same to you guys. How's Australia doing Are you out with the fires and everything? Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. yeah. Good. I mean, it's really nice that I guess so many people have come together to help out. So it's been great. Yeah, yeah I've that's made, been I've the, made a few donations thing. on my own. So oh, thank okay. you. Thank great. And thank Tim you, donated all his cars, so that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Good on you, man. Thanks for chatting. Uh, there Thanks, he is, man. Zachary Bryan. You'll know him as Brad Taylor, Home Improvement. Yes. There's a blast from the past. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow for $10,000. Will we get two winners in a row? God, I hope so. It'll be March the 3rd, a Tuesday. Uh, your letter is a B for Bob. 
At Keystar Auto World, you're the star. Seven big brands, four big locations in the Moreton Bay region. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Box. Alpha Box. Rightio, this will uh, get us going for the week. $10,000 is on the line right now. Don't forget with Alpha Bucks at 6.30 and 7.30, we give away three of the answers as a little treat for you being up early with us. That's lovely of us, isn't it? Kylie from Flinders View. <gasps> Hello, it's fantastic of you. <laughs> well, is it? Have you got any answers in you? I have three, I have three. Oh, I've hey. been practicing all morning. All right, now you need $10,000, don't you? So desperately. Well, let's hope we can give it to you. We want you to take the money away. So you know what your letter is already. And if you answer all 10 questions, you'll get uh, $10,000. $50 per question you get right. We can only accept each answer once and say pass if you don't know to give yourself as much time, okay? Will do. Thank you. You're welcome. Kylie, you sound sprightly. You know that your letter is D for dollars. Yes. Let's do this. Name an R&B artist. Drake. Name an occupation. Dentist. Name a European country. Denmark. Name a herb. Dill. Name a skincare brand. Dermavine. Name a sport. Diving. Name a male actor. Pass. Name a mythical creature. Dragon. Name something a trader uses. Drill. Name a computing term. Database. Name a male actor. David Duchovny. Okay. Well, Stand by, Kylie. Standing by. Stand by. Oh, my God. The only one I want to double, triple check with our adjudicators because she is a, a full-on taskmaster. Master is skincare brand. Is the skincare brand? You would have to what say. was the skincare brand? You what said? was your answer? Dermavine. Dermavine. Because I was going to go with Dermalogica. <laughs> How are you feeling, Kylie? I am shaking, and I'm so excited. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! I okay, like for ten thousand dollars. It's only four fifty, which is still good money. Still good money. Yeah. Still good money. It's four fifty if this is not an answer. Mm. Do, am I coming back? Am I doing that thing where I play a song and we come back and double check? I'm sweating. My heart's beating. Are you doing? I'm double checking Dermavine. Mm-hmm. Dermavine for ten thousand dollars. Has she got it? Congratulations, Kylie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry, we're all screaming. That is so exciting. You Dream just boy. won ten thousand dollars, oh Kylie. Oh my god! Thank you so much. Oh. oh my god! Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, he's not crying. I'll start crying. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for catching up with our mortgage payments and finishing our renovations. Thank you so much. Oh, oh Kylie. Fantastic. I cannot believe this is the first time you've ever been on air with us and you are walking away with $10,000 cash. I know, I'm so excited. You know, oh my God. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. We listen every day and my kids are constantly pushing the button and we pulled over today because it was the first time we've ever got through. I'm so excited. You were a gun too. You sound like a person that practices nonstop. You guys must play every morning. I do, I do. When the kids count how many I get, because I can't count while I'm concentrating. So. <laughs> <laughs> they tell me every day how much I win. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Well, there you go. $10,000 cash. It is all yours. All thanks to <laughs> Keystar Auto World. You're the star. Seven big brands, uh, four big locations in the Moreton Bay region. We'll get you that money, Kylie. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. All and right. it means we get to play. Hey. 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 Ten grand.
bed. Eight o'clock again tomorrow. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. How to be more spontaneous. Spontaneity. The ability to be spontaneous. We've talked about this as a group mm. a little bit because it's been playing in our minds since I overheard a conversation from the coolest girl here at work. Sitting at my desk, I could hear the girl behind me and someone said, oh, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll go for dinner tonight. And they don't know if they're going for dinner in the city. They might just go for dinner. Mm. And they're just going out on a Thursday night. Because they can. And it just sounded so cool. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I thought, there is a certain point in your life when you give up being spontaneous. And I just think we should do it. So I'm just going to randomly throw it on you guys sometime. Like, hey, let's go for a drink. Um, Yeah, okay. Okay, cool. I I mean, as long as you... It's when I know when I'm free. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But the thing is, this played on Maddie's mind. Mm. Because he was like, as if. like, uh. And then all of a sudden, you started being spontaneous. You went out with your wife and you went to like two in the morning. It's, um, It's been a rough... Month since you said that. <laughs> because you know me, I'm in bed at 8.30. Yeah. yeah. But that Saturday, mm. we were at my uh, in-law's house and the kids were asleep and it was 8.30 and I just said, babe, want to go out? And the parents were like, oh. yeah, you go out. We were dancing. We were it's pashing fun. on the dance floor of an Irish pub oh, at 2 a.m. Wow. And you needed that. And oh. I just, I, I want to know because we've been thinking about it and we've been thinking maybe we need to put on some sort of spontaneous party. We want to know if there's maybe a market for it. I, I just want to know on 131060, how long since you've been spontaneous? When is the last time that you just went, we're going out tonight, not planned, but let's just do it? Because that was the wonderful thing pre-K, pre-kids. Yeah, oh, completely. Mm. It'd it's be like, yeah. you'd text your friends maybe at two o'clock Friday mm. afternoon and go, what's the plans? Me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. But you, it's even, I think sometimes, I don't know if it's just the kids, sometimes I think it's an age thing. Where you're like, you've got to be responsible and everything starts becoming planned. Mm. It's when the I don't lady. cover the way I used to. It's no. when the lady in your life takes over. <laughs> yes, because they need to plan. And they start doing all the plans. Because mm. when is the last time you were spontaneous, Stav, and N- you went out? No. Last night I texted you, I said, You've got no. Like, you've got your daughter's not there, you should go for dinner. I was tired. That's what I mean. You know, you see, he didn't I, have kids and he still t- didn't. Well, you kid free last night. Only from, from 5 30, I, I got home. But, but you could have went for dinner with a friend. I could have. And you always I, say you never hey, see your friends. Wait, so, sure, I was spontaneous. I watched two episodes of a TV no, show back to back. No, you man. That was planned. You knew that you no, were going to do that. Because the one finished and I was no. like, you know what? I'm going to crack That's into another one I'm here. <laughs> crazy. It was crazy. You're not spontaneous anymore. I am aware of that. But you said let's be spontaneous. We've only been out once since you said that. And that no, was we're that gonna day. Do it again. We're going to do it again. <laughs> no, well, I'm here. I'm we ready are, to go. We are doing are it this Saturday. Yeah, you say that. Anytime. We're going out this Saturday That's together, spawned, but we planned, planned it a while ago. Yeah, we ago. planned it last year, I think. We this, could get spawn afterwards. No, but but. But then you're planning it now, is what I'm saying. No, I'm not then. Here's how we how this is how we spawn up our non spontaneous night out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You're already trying to lock in dinner. Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop oh. locking in. I've already texted your wife. Yeah, we'll cancel the text. Tell her. Well, let's text each other Saturday mm-hmm. and organise it then. Oh, that makes me nervous. Well, we'll just get hungry. Because that's the difference. <laughs> that's the no, difference. you're right. You're totally right. You know, you, are, you're 100% right. I probably will have to organise it. But I just want to know, is there, is there a need for it? Do you need just to let loose again for a little bit? Oh, I want to take Michelle now. 13, 10, 60. Get on, <laughs> get on board. Michelle. Yes? You need us to throw some sort of spontaneous party. I do. We have... Um four kids, so we're special needs. Mm. So it's so hard because you can't just like go hire a babysitter. You've got to like that person. It takes like a six-month process for my yeah. son to get to know that person and 
And sometimes it's just not worth it. And then sometimes, like my last, yeah, and then sometimes I've had my sister come down to babysit once. Mm. And, but yeah, pretty much my son's, what, he's 14 and a half. And yeah, nah. So was that the last time you went out? Um, Like spontaneous? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so my daughter was born 2004. Mm. He was born 2005. Wow, so a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you relate to poor Michelle there? Do you need a spontaneous night out? We are looking for the last time you were cool. Yeah. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. How to be more spontaneous? <laughs> the ability to be spontaneous. I realise there is a certain age, I think, where you just give up being spontaneous. You know, just being fun of going, hey, we should go out tonight. Yeah, let's do it. And I was explaining that a girl here at work did it, and for some reason it really hit a nerve with Maddie because mm. it was upsetting when I first discovered it, but then you've really taken it on board and started being all spontaneous and going out, Mr. Yeah. Boring Spon- Grandpa over there, <laughs> and started going out. Esther and I, since that chat, have had two 2am nights out. Wow. One of them resulted in, yes, making out on a dance floor in an Irish pub of Toowoomba. The other one was being asked to leave the Caxton Hotel. You're my hero. Because but it was fun. closing. But you had fun. Oh, I've had the and time I of our lives. I think we planned too much. Mm. I know I do. We just wanted on 131060. Is there a need to do something spontaneous as a group? Do we put on a party? When's the last time you did it, Nikki and Al Jester? When was the last time you were spontaneous? Um, hi, it was probably about three years ago. Hmm. What did you do when you were spontaneous three years ago? Can you remember that amazing night? Um, yeah, it wasn't that amazing. Like, it was good. <laughs> we just went out um, to the pub, local pub, to dinner. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's enough for her to remember, yeah. but uh, not that great. So why don't you just, why, why are you not spontaneous anymore? Um, well, I have an almost two-year-old now. So yeah. I was pregnant and then we had our daughter and we just, everything's planned now. Like, um, You sound sad, yeah. Nikki. <laughs> when, you, when you talk, I am very you just sad. I'm desperate sad. for a night out. I think the party would be amazing. Nikki, though, here's the thing. Mm. If it, to be spontaneous, you wouldn't know the date. How does that sit with you? Um, like a last-minute invite. Yeah, it gives me a bit of anxiety, but I gives me anxiety. Well, really. in Alex Hills, <laughs> when's the last time you were spontaneous and went out? Uh, we don't even remember. Oh. <laughs> We've been dating for like over a year now and it's still at that point because just life gets in the way and house bills and everything. Mm. Because you, you're saying to our producers you don't have kids because that's what I say. I don't think anyone can blame it on that. It's just that you, you, you have responsibilities. It gets busy. Exactly. And then by the end of the week, like we're pretty dead anyway. Mm. Like even the other week I had a friend actually spontaneously invite me out and... I declined because we were too busy doing an Excel spreadsheet for budgeting. Like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> no, it was a living up a Friday night. Yeah. So, how old are you, Mel? Yeah, at twenty-nine. Oh, jeez! <laughs> oh my God, Mel! Yeah. Do you remember when friends just used to rock around at your house? Yeah. But, uh, hey, what's up? That's right. With a bottle of something. Yeah. And be like, right, oh, okay. Don't. Sarah in Brackenridge, do you have a need for a spontaneous party? When's the last time you did it? Uh, 10 years and three children ago. <laughs> 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 
Uh, it was we went to see Above and Beyond at the family. Oh my oh. god, I love! <laughs> I would think I was. I think I might have been at that gig. Probably. <laughs> yeah, that was wow. that was a long weekend. So, how would you go? Just being told last minute that we're going out tonight. Uh, I could tell my my mum, who is my usual babysitter, mm-hmm. you could be on, just be on call for me, please. Yeah. <laughs> we do well, that's it. We're just going to put everyone on call. Mm. You're on call yeah. for a spontaneous yeah. event. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll play this party now. I just want... Uh, I've got to wait What's for the up? ad to play on YouTube. Mm. So for those who don't know Above and Beyond, you... you oh, sorry, you've taken it right back there. No, so. I'm saying that's like you were a full-on partier because that's... that's of Memory Monday. Oh, hang on. Oh, Two oh, things oh, are playing sorry. here. So let's stop that one. Okay. This was the last live music act you saw. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, you're fun, Sarah. <laughs> you were fun. Yes. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah you were fun. fun. Oh, we've got another 10 year of Viv. Yes. When was the last time you were spontaneous and went out? 10 years ago. Came in, uh, well, actually, no, yeah, past. 10 years ago, November last year. <laughs> was it good? Well, well, yeah, we had a child, if that's any indication. <laughs> you ready to do it again, Viv? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a matter of getting a babysitter, but yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> All right. Sarah right. wants to do it, but they're nervous, and I, I, I feel you. You would, yeah. I'm nervous as well. I get it. You're a big planner. You just gotta just shake it off. Okay, so righto, mm. Taylor. So this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, we're mm. gonna get to. We're gonna go for a meeting after the show. Uh-huh. We're gonna get planning. Mm. There will be some party. But what we're not going to tell anyone when it is. No, yeah. we're just gonna spontaneous like send out texts and go, hey, meet us here. Do we get to know? We're going to have to know if we're planning the party. Mm. We'll plan the party, but not the date. All right. Keep it free. No Keep venue. Keep it free. No time. No, we've no got date. To, no, 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 we have to look in the venue. No, but we don't sure tell people the people go. all of this. No. Nah. Yeah. Woo. They won't know where it is, what time, when it's happening. All, all right. right. We're all nervous together. I I'm, I'm, I need to check with my wife if I'm no, allowed to do don't. this. No, no you don't. No, you don't. You always do that. She's always up for it. Can I do that? All right, okay. You can't restart it, then we just go around it. Okay, just so you know, we, if one person accidentally snorts laugh, we all need to snort, but then yes. you snort it again. Again, so it's weird. A, it was a okay. never ending circle. Okay, stand by. Our spontaneous party. We'll have some up- update tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. <laughs> a good wedding. Yes, you do. So much so that I became a celebrant just so I could do it at friends' weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're only the people that I'm doing at the moment because they're all getting married, either again or just late bloomers. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of weddings on um, this year. And we went to one in Victoria, um, a good friend that we used to work with. Yep, many producer. Yeah, um, in Aurora, which is about an hour and a half out of um, uh, Melbourne. It's a big commitment to that. Like that's like an overseas wedding. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny because we had to get a flight. You get a higher car, obviously, and then yeah. you drive out. And we got a bit of a later flight, so we're driving, and it was we didn't get there till about ten thirty. But this is the thing. I felt like such a city slicker because we got there and we we're at a motel because that's all there was accommodation was in the motels. country. Yeah, but it was real country, and I kind of forgot about that because I got there and realised oh, there's no twenty four hour check in. No. Hey, so, love, we'll just chuck the key under the front mat. There's some clean towels and a couple of bars of soap. We'll see you in the morning if there's any worries. So obviously you're more familiar with um, country towns yep. than I am because <laughs> I had to text um, Minnie whose wedding it was. And it's the night before a wedding. I'm like, oh, my God. And, and she just texted me, so I knew she was still up. Right. I said, I'm so sorry. I just realised, like, how do we get in? She goes, oh, crap. She goes, I've got a mobile of the, the motel guy. So I gave him a call. 
Um, I could hear that he was watching TV and didn't even turn down the movie. <laughs> so it's like yeah. boom, 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 like he's watching some gun yeah. thing. It and could I have been like, in a shootout. Well, I'm like, hello. He's like, yeah. I was like, I'm oh, sorry, can you hear me? He goes, yeah. And I felt like going, turn down the TV. Like you could hear it, but he's not, you know. I'm like, well, we just got here. We just don't know how to get in. He goes, what's your name? It's like, Coleman. He goes, 11. It's like, what? He goes, 11. Oh, okay, we're number 11. How do we get in? He goes, it's open. You can see the keys. <laughs> so I was like, oh, the keys are, yes, they are in the door. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Wow. The best part of that is, too, yeah. usually in those country towns, they live at the motel. Yeah, as he well. probably was. And he, if yeah. he had have come out, he was mm. probably only six steps away from you. He was I was like, going to say, if, if, if Abby listened for where the TV was coming from, you <laughs> yeah, probably could have narrowed down his me. room. Yeah. So we went there. But it was an amazing wedding. And I wanted to talk about, you know how we're mentioning when you go to a second wedding, do you say it or not? Because it was her second wedding, but her, her husband, now husband's first. But they met when they were over in Fiji, and they were both there for work. He was a doctor over there, and she was a producer on a TV show, The Last Resort, mm-hmm. which they showed at the wedding, which was hilarious, because his job there was to get married to four women. So he was just an extra, and he'd been talent scouted at the shopping centre. So he had to stand there and marry four women mm-hmm. in a space of a couple of hours. So I was like, well, why don't I use that as a joke in the ceremony? And a couple of my friends were like, don't do it. Don't do that. That's don't risky. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's risky. Yeah. But I was like, nah. Do you love risk. taking the risks. So I did this whole like, and obviously for those that know, this is not the first wedding for Chris. He's been married four times before. <laughs> and there was a couple of people that snickered. But <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny. We know yeah, that's not yeah. true. That's yeah. a good and joke. And after we were walking off, they're like, that was risky. You can't mention it. I was like, oh, okay. No worries. And they're like, it was funny, but risky. So, and then... <laughs> The speeches were amazing, like really good. And then the groom, who was a doctor, got up to do his speech, and it was beautiful and meaningful. And then he goes, so obviously uh, she's been married before. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, He fronted that. it. That's good. Totally fronted it. Mm. Yeah. And, gotta... and we have the same name. And I'm like, yes. oh, my God. Yeah. Do they have the same name? Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was just like, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're doing this. It was very funny. But then, how's this? Mm. What's going can I have a show of hands? Who went to the first wedding? Oh, wow. no. Oh, this is good. <laughs> there was a couple of people that like, How many? How many? Not heaps, because it was a destination wedding, and I think she's got new friends. And Did then, you have the same bridesmaids for the first wedding? No. So, I don't think so. Oh, no, there was actually two bridesmaids. I think they put their hand up. I know a guy who's been the best man twice. For no, this, yeah. you've got to change dude. it. Yeah, he's like, no, he's my best friend, so mm. he's going to be my best man again. And I then it, he did a bit of a second one and go, so I just want to know out of those people... Who enjoyed the first oh. wedding or the second wedding? He's rating better. them. He's rating them. <laughs> wow. Any, any hands stay up? No, but I just said the second. He's like, thank <laughs> yeah. you, approval. But it was, it was. It, I guess it was later towards the evening, and it was just he fronted it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, if they bring it up, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. If you bring it up, it's risky. But it was worth the shot. <laughs> you shoot your shot. Hey, I, I don't blame him. You know, you're better off to front those types of things because yeah. everyone's talking about it behind their back at it the table. It only would have been awkward if like someone stood up and said. Definitely the first. Yeah. That's when it would have been yeah. all awkward. At least you won't say the wrong name, eh? Hey. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. And that is it for us. We're going to take a moment to reflect on a wonderful morning that we've shared together. We've been watching uh, the AFL double, W um, yesterday. The, uh, the girls did a marvellous job at the Brisbane Lions. They won the game. We're watching it. My kids have been watching it. And they've been suggesting that I should play. Yeah. And we bumped into someone at the shops. Mm-hmm. And she's organising the team at Morningside and sent me their schedule. Oh, God. But I watched it yesterday. I'm scared. Mm. 
Have you ever played before? No. Right. Have you ever played any contact sport before? Uh, no. Netball. No, Net- I wasn't netball. even able to do oh, really? netball. <laughs> My friends said I was too bad. I just stick to the ballet. No, like I've played football, like you know, with the kids, and I've played with friends, but not as a serious game. I reckon your competitive instincts would kick in and you'd kill someone. Nah, they're just—they're really good. Yeah, you'd yeah, be right. But what yeah. is it when you get—you know—when you get that level of fear? You're like—I mean, you could never play again, could you? I would love to play but after again. But your ankle. I, I would. would. Esther you? probably wouldn't let me. Oh, I'd have a go. Like Gun the fact that she wouldn't let you. I'll play nah. again. Right. <laughs> Let's do another Legends okay. of Origin. Sure. You, you're saying that because you know work won't let you. And you can play in it with me. Yep, bring it on. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> we were uh, away in Toowoomba over the weekend. All of Esther's family is there. Sand always has a great time because there's a lot of cousins to play with. Loves his cousins. Mm. Every time we come home, he says, why can't we live in Toowoomba with our cousins? I'm like, I know, mate. But distance makes the heart grow (laughs) fonder. He did say to me, though, last night, just as I was putting him to bed, which put me in a real predicament, he said, hey, Dad. I said, yeah, buddy. So can you marry your cousin? Uh, Well, Summer. Is he talking about Summer? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I know. Is there two reasons why he can't? No, it's just because Finney was saying that his cousin is very Very good looking. Finney thought that Xander had a crush on Summer. Because she was very, very good looking and I had to point out you noticed all that. But Mm. anyway. Finney didn't know that it was his cousin. Mm. Mm. But I found myself in a predicament of... (laughs) Do I lie to him? Because the answer is yes, legally you can. Mm. But none of us want you to. (laughs) He is his father's Father's son. son. That's right. So I said, you do what makes you happy, buddy. Oh, good one. A cop out. And then I... (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. then you could be with your family even more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, it'd be a cheap wedding, that one, wouldn't it? (laughs) He's like, cool, because I love Tom. (laughs) Thanks. But no, thanks. (laughs) Rory, uh, when cat's away, Rory will um, sleep in the bed with me. Just because it's a thing we do. Yeah, you can sleep yeah. with Dad. That's cool. So I put her to bed on Saturday night. Then I uh, stayed up for a little bit longer. And then when I toddled off to bed, the little girl had written me a note saying, please give me a hug when you come to bed, Daddy. Oh, I know, right? So I did. And then I went to sleep. And then I woke up 6 a.m. in the morning. Something digging into my butt. And I was like, what the heck is that? And I reached around and pulled out, and it was a pen lid. No, no, that was on me all night, and I wonder I didn't get much sleep. And I went, hang on, what the heck is that? And that was the felt-tip pen that the pen lid was off. All over the bed sheets, black ink. I'm still covered. I can't get it off me. It's everywhere. I look like a Rorschach test. Cute note, though, right? (laughs) Very cute note. She got by on that. I was like, babe, we need to talk. <laughs> Lovely night. Put the pen lid back on. Thanks for nothing. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There we go, everyone. Thank you for making it to the end of the podcast. We appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. See ya. Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt. Hit